Section 5 of Birds, Volume 1, Number 6, June 1897. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Black-Crowned Night Heron. What a beautiful creature this is. A mounted specimen requires, like the snowy owl, the greatest care and a dusk-tight glass case to preserve its beauty. Dr. Coos's account of it should be read by those who are interested in the science of ornithology. It is a common bird in the United States and British provinces, being migratory and resident in the South. Heronries, sometimes of vast extent, to which they return year after year, are their breeding places. Each nest contains three or four eggs of a pale, sea-green color. Observe the peculiar plumes, sometimes two, in this case three, which spring from the back of the head. These usually lie close together in one bundle, but are often blown apart by the wind in the form of streamers. This heron derives its name from its habits, as it is usually seen flying at night or in the early evening, when it utters a sonorous cry of quaw or quawk. It is often called quawk or quabird. On the return of the black-crowned night heron in April, he promptly takes possession of his former home, which is likely to be the most solitary and deeply shaded part of a cedar swamp. Groves of swamp oak in retired and water-covered places are also sometimes chosen, and the males often select tall trees on the bank of the river to roost upon during the day. About the beginning of twilight, they direct their flight toward the marshes, uttering in a hoarse and hollow tone the sound qua. At this hour, all the nurseries in the swamps are emptied of their occupants, who disperse about the marshes along the ditches and river shore in search of food. Some of these nesting places have been occupied every spring and summer for many years by nearly a hundred pair of herons. In places where the cedars have been cut down and removed, the herons merely move to another part of the swamp, not seeming greatly disturbed thereby, but when attacked and plundered, they have been known to remove from an ancient home in a body to some unknown place. The heron's nest is plain enough, being built of sticks. On entering the swamp in the neighborhood of one of the heronries, the noise of the old and young birds equals that made by a band of Indians in conflict. The instant an intruder is discovered, the entire flock silently rises in the air and removes to the tops of the trees in another part of the woods, while sentries of eight or ten birds make occasional circuits of inspection. The young herons climb to the tops of the highest trees, but do not attempt to fly. While it is probable these birds do not see well by day, they possess an exquisite facility of hearing, which renders it almost impossible to approach their nesting places without discovery. Hawks hover over the nests, making an occasional sweep among the young, and the bald eagle has been seen to cast a hungry eye upon them. The male and female can hardly be distinguished. Both have the plumes, but there is a slight difference in size. The food of the night heron, or quabird, is chiefly fish, and his two interesting traits are tireless watchfulness and great appetite. He digests his food with such rapidity that, however much he may eat, he is always ready to eat again. Hence he is little benefited by what he does eat, and is ever in appearance in the same half-starved state, whether food is abundant or scarce. End of section 5. Recording by Valentina Vicelli.